Welcome to the Lisa Show. I am Lisa Natoli, and I'm so happy that you're here. Today is episode three, and I'm going to be continuing the discussion from last week, dealing with physical symptoms. That's in episode two. So today is part two of episode two. So if you haven't listened to episode two yet, I encourage you to stop this audio and go back and listen to that first and then come back here. I gave steps. I actually gave you everything you need to know in episode two. And I invited you to really imagine that you're in the doctor's office. You're with the greatest healer who ever lived, who is the healer within, the Christ within you, and to start working with the great healer. And I also gave my own story of dealing with physical symptoms. So episode two is just a great foundation. I really did give you everything that you need to know. So why am I doing a part two? Because a lot of people have the information and they are not seeing any change whatsoever. I want to talk about that here. In episode three, I'm going to be talking about, really, do you really want to be healed? That's an important element. I'm going to be talking about what do you expect, and I am going to be recapping the steps from episode two. I have quite a lot of notes again, and I invite you to get a pen and a piece of paper. I also believe in the one visit. I really don't believe that you need extended periods of time and more content and more information. I really do believe that you just need to keep it simple. And I truly did give you everything in episode two that you need to know. But one of the things that really is important is that this needs to sink in. And so often if you've been around me as a teacher, I teach A Course in Miracles, I teach people how to heal themselves, how to help others, how to heal others. And healing is very simple. It's nothing more than a return to the awareness of your own wholeness. And you're already whole, so it's very simple. All sickness is nothing more than isolation. It's a belief in separation. It's a retreat from others. So that means that if you're experiencing sickness, that there are blocks and obstacles in your mind that need to be removed. So it's very simple. So if you've been around me as a teacher, you know that I repeat things. And I do that intentionally. Because if you think about how it's been for you in the world, as the world was teaching you the laws of time and space, it was constant repetition that you arrived here whole and perfect. You had no idea of yourself as a body, of symptoms, of other bodies. You were just perfect, whole light. And then the teaching of the world begins. So think how many times your parents had to teach you mommy, mama, mommy, 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 daddy, daddy daddy, mommy, 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 until you finally say it. It's this constant repetition trying to teach you how to say a word. Then there's all that pointing. That's a cat. That's a dog. 
So you've had a lot of repetition to learn that you're a body. And now you may need repetition to return to your wholeness. But you don't actually. The time is up to you for how long you step into the change, a new state of being. So I really want to start with the steps that I gave last week. And again, please, if you have not listened to episode two, please stop this audio now and go back there. All of the links to the Lisa show is on my website, lisanatoli.com. If you look at the top of the website, there are pages and you can always find the Lisa show under podcast. If you would like to receive episodes as soon as I post them, please follow the show on soundcloud.com. You can also leave your comments there. I love getting the mail. I really do. I love hearing from you. I love questions. I can answer them here on the show. I especially love to hear when you're practicing and you see results. I already received many emails, even on day one from last week, of people who took those steps that I gave, applied them, and immediately saw pain disappear. And I love that. I love these messages that start out with, oh my God, OMG, wow, yay. And that excitement that you feel when you experience change. And another big difficulty that people have with healing is falling back into old patterns. So you may experience a moment of total freedom, you're free of the symptoms, and then you experience them again, and so you think that the healing didn't work. And I'm going to talk about that today because it's very important that you step into a new way of being and you live there. So often people think that healing is complicated, that it's impossible, it's difficult, it's not. Healing truly is a return to the awareness of your own wholeness. So anyone who's a healer is someone who is helping another return to the awareness of their own wholeness. I love what A Course in Miracles says about healing. To heal is to make happy. So you're coming back into a state of happiness again. And that's all it is. So we're going to begin with the first steps if you're dealing with physical symptoms I really want you to imagine that you are in the physician's office. You're with the great physician, the healer within, and you're working now with this presence and this power. And we're going to remove the blocks and the obstacles in your thinking that are blocking the awareness of love's presence. I love what A Course in Miracles says that God is love. And that's absolutely true. So if we were to change out the word love's presence, you're coming back to the awareness of God's presence. And this is what you are. This is your true identity. You are pure light. You are eternal. You are changeless. You are a creator. And now you're coming back to the awareness of that. So all sickness is nothing more than isolation, a retreat from others. It's a belief that you've been alone. It is an imbalance, that there's been a way of living for you where you've been living off-centered, disconnected from your source. 
So the most important thing is, do you really want healing? And almost everyone says yes. Whenever I ask someone, do you want healing? They just say yes. What I have discovered over the years is that probably 90% don't really mean it. They just say yes. So I want you to really look into your mind and I want you to really see if you really want healing. So healing is going to require you to change. So when most people say they want healing, they want the magic wand method. They're just sitting around and they're hoping that someday they'll just spring out of the bed or out of their life of boredom, of pain, and they will just be magically healed and they will have energy and they're vibrant and they're happy. And that's not been my experience. It really does require you to change everything. Really, you have to change your thoughts, your words, you must forgive, you must release grievances, you must find the blocks and the obstacles, the judgments, and let them go. It requires a radical change in the way that you have been thinking about yourself, the way you've been showing up in life. And so that really is the first place that we begin. Do you really want healing, are you ready to change? Are you ready to take responsibility for everything that seems to be happening to you? So that's the first thing. It can't just be lip service. It can't just be a yes that you say as a word. You have to want to change. And as soon as you say, yes, I really mean it. I am really ready to take the steps. I am ready to change the way I think. I am ready to choose new emotions. I am ready to show up in a new way. I am ready to do the work. Then it'll be very easy for you. But otherwise, you are just waiting for a miracle. You're just waiting for something to change and nothing can change because the world that you think you see, including your body, is a reflection of the thoughts that you're holding about yourself. And so that's very important that we start there because if you have been wanting a healing and not experiencing a healing, to me, that's the block. And that requires honesty to say, okay, I don't really want healing. I don't really. I, I would like to continue to be the way that I've been and hold my grievances and hold my judgments. And no one does that consciously, of course. And so healing now is becoming conscious of what you've been thinking, what you've been saying, what you've been doing, and making a decision to change. I've talked a lot in the past over the years about how I used to constantly say, I want peace. I don't want conflict. I want peace. And I was always experiencing conflict. Until finally I recognized that I wanted the conflict. I was comfortable with it. It was my comfort zone. And the moment that I really realized I don't want conflict. I don't want to attack myself anymore. I don't want to attack others anymore. I truly want peace. Then peace was available to me on that day. And whenever I slide back into conflict... I can see it for what it is and I get out so fast. 
I don't hang around there anymore. I remember, I don't want this. I don't want to be a complainer. I don't want to be a victim. I don't want to judge myself. I don't want to judge others. And you feel when you're in that old way of being. You feel it so quickly now. So you can recognize it. And now you can choose and make a decision to move into another way of being. So that's the first thing to really honestly look at. Do I really want healing? Am I ready to change? There's no right or wrong answer for that, but you will you will really begin to see why healing has not been happening for you. The second thing is, do you expect healing? This is a big one because we've been taught here in time and space that healing is difficult. That in many cases, it's impossible. It's it's so difficult to heal cancer. It's difficult to heal tumors, and we've been really taught that. It doesn't always work. And if it does work, then you might get symptoms again, and then you'll just keep getting worse, and then you'll die. So we don't really have a thought system of expecting a full healing where you're released completely and totally. Last night, my husband and I were about to watch a video on the computer, and the sound wasn't very loud. And he said, oh, let me go get something that I can plug in to make the sound louder. And he plugged one thing in and it didn't work. I thought, oh, okay, well, I guess it's not going to work. And he said, oh, no, no, wait, I know what will work. And he went out of the room again and he came back and he had so much certainty. And I said, this is going to work. He said, oh, this, this one will definitely work. And he's unplugging the cord and he's plugging it in. And it worked perfectly. He was able to turn the volume up on this thing. And I said to him, that's how healing occurs. You need that kind of certainty. There was no doubt in his mind. He knew that what he was about to do was definitely going to work. There was no doubt. There was only a certainty. This, this one will work. And so to have that kind of expectation... Many of us do not come into healing with that kind of expectation. We just hope it will work. We hope the cancer will go away. We hope the pain will go away. We don't actually think it will. We just think, I have to live with this. We already have an entire belief system of living with these symptoms. We've just resigned ourselves to a life of pain. So what do you expect? Do you expect a healing? So I want to go through the steps that I gave last week, kind of a recap. First one is to list the symptoms. List your symptoms down on paper. This is only for you. And then step two is to sit quietly and to really ask within, what is the message that this experience is trying to communicate to me? Really find out. All symptoms serve to communicate imbalance. There's a block there somewhere. There's been stress, anxiety, fear, and you have the ability to unblock this energy and direct the energy in new ways. You have the ability and the power to change your mind. You have the ability and the power to make new choices. Your natural state of being is perfect health. In your natural state, you are in touch with your inner voice. You're in touch with your intuition. 
you're centered, you're balanced, you're at peace, and you're listening to this voice and you're following it and you're being yourself. I talked a lot about this in episode two, is you're coming back to a state of being authentic and being happy like a child. So the way that I see it is that all symptoms are blocked energy. So what you're doing is you're taking responsibility now for where you've been off balance. I absolutely love the responsibility for sight prayer in A Course in Miracles. I am responsible for what I see. I choose the feelings I experience and I decide upon the goal I would achieve and everything that seems to happen to me, I have asked for and receive as I have asked. And this is the reason why I truly do believe I gave you everything in episode two. Because if you can start here and just simply take total responsibility for everything that seems to happen to you and make changes in your thinking, make changes in your emotions, choose new emotions, choose to live in gratitude, you will see change. You will see results. But what typically happens is we have pain, we have some kind of a sickness, some kind of a disease, and we don't take responsibility for it. We just think this is happening to me. We believe that we're victims of external circumstances, and we don't recognize that whatever disease or sickness or pain that is occurring is coming from your own thinking. It's a state of imbalance. And so that's very important to just say, okay, I caused this. I have done this to myself and it is this that I would undo. And to not make yourself guilty for it. Don't stay stuck there just to say, okay, I caused this. I am responsible for this. This is nothing more than a result of me living off balance, separate from God, separate from myself, separate from others, And I'm taking total responsibility. I am responsible for what I see. And then the second part is I choose the feelings I experience. I choose them. You're not a victim. So when you're in a space of pain, you might think, well, I can't choose to be happy. I'm in so much pain right now. No, you can. You choose the feelings you want to experience. You are so powerful. And you choose gratitude, you choose love, you choose appreciation. I choose the feelings I experience and I decide upon the goal I would achieve. So what I ask for you to do after you list your symptoms, after you really listen to what is the message that this experience is trying to communicate to you, then you decide on the changes that you're going to make. You decide on the outcome. And I want you to really be bold about this. If you have a tumor, I want you to see the tumor gone. It's gone. The cancer is gone. The pain is gone. Your eyesight is perfect. And so often we just think, well, it's not actually going to be a physical healing. It's just going to be an emotional healing. That's your belief then. So you actually don't believe in physical healing. So now we're back to what do you expect? So if you expect a total physical healing, 
where whatever it is that's the disease is gone. The symptoms are gone and you expect it. And you're not waiting for someone to do it for you. You are now making the decisions in your own mind. You are changing the way you think, the way you speak. You are changing your energy and you're saying, okay, this can be done. And the reason you know it can be done is because others have done it. And so I asked for you in episode two to write down your intended results. What does it look like when you're totally, totally healed? So maybe now you don't move very quickly, you stay inside, you're thinking of sickness all the time. In the healing, you're centered, you have a lot of energy, you're balanced, your energy is flowing perfectly, you're communicating, you're authentic, you're acknowledging your wholeness, and you're living from this place. So it looks a certain way. It feels a certain way. And so healing is to step into that now. Just step into your healing and accept it. And that can feel very difficult when you're experiencing pain. But again, you have the power and the ability to do this. I love how A Course in Miracles, Jesus says, healing is an ability that must be learned. This is in chapter 7. It's an ability. It's like anything else. So we've taught ourselves how to be bodies, how to be separate from others. We've lost our ability to create. So what you're doing here is you're looking at your belief system. What are you believing in? And if you're experiencing sickness, there's a belief in sickness. And I love how Jesus in A Course in Miracles talks about the collapse of time that the time factor is up to you. And so many people just think, I'm never going to experience a healing. So they never do. And many people might think, well, it will take two months, or it will take six months, or it will take a year. But it could take two hours. It could take two seconds. It could take just an instant. So I ask for you to not limit your healing by your own beliefs. Just do the work. The simplicity of the work is list the symptoms, find out what these symptoms and this experience is trying to communicate to you. Like I said, all sickness to me is imbalance. You have not been being yourself. You're coming now back to a state of wholeness where you are going to begin living authentically. And for many people, that is the scariest thing in the world to do. For many people, the easiest thing in the world is to just keep being sick. Then you don't have to show up in your life. So now you're making a decision. Are you ready to show up in a new way? So just really listen. What is going on here? What is this symptom, this experience communicating to me? In my experience, most symptoms are things that are kept inside. You're not expressing yourself fully. You're not showing up fully. You're being the way you think other people think you should be. And there's a tremendous amount of fear in this. Like if you start showing up authentically, you may believe that you will be criticized. You will be told to be quiet. You may believe that you're going to lose 
uh, your job, your relationships. So we hold the light that we are within with all these blocks and these obstacles. So it's no wonder that there is sickness. And now I ask for you to think of this as a new beginning for yourself. This is the place where we begin. And you choose to think and feel the thoughts that you want to think, the emotions that you want to experience. You are the decider. You are the chooser. No one else. So this really is moving you out of a space of hoping for a miracle. You're opening up a door for possibilities. And then I ask for you to really look at what fear is there in showing up authentically. Are you ready to release the blockages? Are you ready to show up in a new way? I love that video online of that parachuter. I've talked about this guy so many times, but he was a military parachuter and he actually never went to war, but part of his training was to jump out of planes. And when he did that, he completely wrecked his spine. He couldn't walk at all. He had to crawl on the floor. He made a decision that he was done with that way of being that he was going to show up in a new way and he was going to heal his spine. And he started so slowly. He tried to find yoga teachers to help him and nobody would help him because they said, you, you're beyond hope. And he found this one yoga instructor who agreed to work with him. And all he did in the beginning was just start to move on the floor. He couldn't walk. He couldn't do anything. And he shows his progress in this video online. And he just never gave up. He showed up for those exercises every single day. And he started to see improvement. And what often happens is we wait for a total healing in this instant. And when we don't get it, we think, oh, well. To me, you really need to show up and start making changes now. Slight baby changes and to always be looking for the improvement. So often people, they just, they're all or nothing. That's my experience when I talk to people, and that was me for a long time, very extremist. It's not happening. I tried that and it didn't work. But if you really truly expect a healing and you expect change, you will show up every single day and you will move in new ways. You will think in new ways. So this parachuter guy, he is videotaping him moving on the floor. And you're seeing him get a little bit more strength. Every day he's getting a little bit more strength. And suddenly he is standing. And then he's doing headstands. And in the beginning he couldn't stand. He kept falling. He'd try to stand, and there was just no muscles in his legs or in his back. And he would fall on the floor, and he would get right back up. And he just did this every single day. And by the end of the video, he's running. He's, oh my God, it's so, it, it's the kind of video that will make you cry. Because it's so simple. He wasn't sitting in a chair waiting for some miraculous healing. He recognized, okay, I need to change the way that I have been showing up. And most people who are sick are 
simply sitting in a chair, feeling sorry for themselves. You have to stop that. You really have to say, that is enough of that. I am done with feeling sorry for myself. And you start where you are and you expect change to occur and don't expect it overnight. Really just say, okay, I'm going to really begin it. This is my day. This is my new beginning. And whatever it takes, I'm going forward now. And if you don't see a total healing, you're always looking for improvement. That's what I suggest because the mind is very much all or nothing. And if it doesn't see a hundred percent improvement, it just immediately gives up and says, oh, well, it didn't work. So what I ask of you is to expect to participate in the healing process, to decide on the changes that you are going to make and then make them. Start living from the place of healing. You're no longer a victim. You're no longer waiting. You're no longer praying to God. You're recognizing that your wholeness is already here and that all you have to do is say, okay, I'm not dead. I'm not dead yet. I don't care how close you are to death. If you're listening to this audio, you're not dead. Whatever state you're in, that's where you begin. I have a friend who's has cancer of the uterus. She also has a failing liver and cirrhosis and she believes she's going to die. And so she's in a nursing home now. She's not old. She's the most relaxed I've ever seen. And she looks beautiful. She's so clear. I can tell her mind is and so at peace. Like I've, I've really never seen her this clear before. And she was laughing and she was just so, so, just so beautiful. But she's in a chair and she has a catheter. She can't get up from the chair and walk to the bathroom. And she's prepared to die. She's, I think she's ready to die, actually. I think she's wanting to go. And that's a big one because so often people who are sick don't want to be here. I ask you to look at that. And so if you think you're dying, you're taking total responsibility for what seems to be happening to you. You don't say, I'm dying because that's you being a victim and something's just happening to you and you're not the cause of it. You would then change it to, I'm killing myself. I want to go. I don't want to be here. That's taking total responsibility. And for many people, that's just a big step. But that will be the change where you recognize, oh, okay, I really don't want to be here anymore. And then you can just relax. Now you can enjoy. Now you can really say, oh, okay, yeah, I'm done with this human experience. But if you're not done with this human experience and you want to have that kind of vitality and energy to bring back your enthusiasm and your joy and zest for life again, then you must say that's enough of that. And I asked my friend, I said, why can't you walk to the bathroom? And she doesn't want the catheter. She said, oh my God, I want this thing out. I said, why don't you take it out? And she says, because I can't walk to the bathroom. And do you see, this is what we do. We just make a decision. She's already has her expectation in place that she's never going to walk again. So she never will walk again. But in a decision to walk again, she would start 
developing those muscles in her leg again, just from the chair. You can start right from where you are to start lifting your legs up. Like if you did it right now, while you're listening to me, you would see, oh, I feel my muscles. I feel my leg muscles. Oh, there they are. You move your arms. Oh, my arm muscles. Oh, look at that. You breathe in. You breathe in deeply. And you feel, you actually begin to feel yourself changing. You start to feel energy. It's like, oh, yes, there it is. And you make a decision that you are going to start moving in that direction of your healing. I said to my friend, why can't they give you a walker? You know, just lean on a walker and go to the bathroom. And she said, oh, I can't. When I got home later that night, I thought, well, she got from the bed to the chair. So somewhere she does have the strength. Because if there was no possibility, she wouldn't have been able to make it into the chair. And again, everyone has to decide for themselves what they want. And that's why I never interfere. Like I always have to hear someone say, I want to change. I want healing. This is why in the 40-day program for transformation, an online program that I created, people have to say yes before they get into the program. It's the same with all the programs that we have at the Teachers of God Foundation that you have to want it. You have to say, yes, I'm ready to change. And then you come in because I'm not a magician and you're not a magician. But healing is totally natural. And I want you to experience it. I want you to really see that when you step into a new way of being and you just make a decision, I am now going forward. No looking back. Change begins to occur. And then watch your mind when it slips back into feeling sorry for yourself again or feeling like this isn't working. I was talking in episode two of how, for myself, I had symptoms for six years since January 2012 of what the doctors said was autoimmune disease. And I kept waiting for healing. I kept saying, oh, I'm not ready to teach. I'm not ready to do videos. I'm not ready to do a radio show. I'm not ready to express myself because I have all these symptoms and I'll do it later. I'll do it later when all the symptoms go away. And my thought was, is that when I'm healed, I would teach others to heal and that I would inspire people to do this work. I would get all of the notes out of all of my journals put it down in a way that was easily accessible, practical, and simple. And I would just encourage people to start showing up in a new way. And right there is my treatment for healing. So I already had the vision for it. When I'm healed, I will get my journals out of storage. I will start communicating this message to others. I will take the time to put these notes onto the computer, into a program. I just had a vision for it. And I knew, okay, then you have to step into that. This is how healing is accomplished. You're not waiting anymore. So I ask for you to really have a vision for yourself. Like, Stop waiting. What would you be like when healing has occurred? And often I find that when there's sickness or pain or disease, you're doing something you don't really want to be doing. So find out what it is that you would love to do. 
really step into it and say, okay, I'm doing it. I'm not waiting anymore. Do all those things on your bucket list. Whatever it is that you've had in mind that you want to do, start to do it now. And just know that it's your thoughts and your expectations that do the work. And now you are collaborating and cooperating with it. So just have fun with this. Like really go, okay, do I really want healing? Do I really want to change? Am I really ready to let go of my grievances and my judgments? And how will I show up when healing has been accomplished? Admit that something has not been working and choose to change. That's it. You choose to change. You are a creator. You are so powerful. What does full recovery look like? And I want you to write it down. What will you be doing? What will you be like? What will you be saying? Write it all down. Put it on paper. And then you go be it. And then watch how the mind starts to say, I can't. And this is the work. This is where you're saying, yes, I can. That's why I love that video so much of that paratrooper. Because he really couldn't move. And he had not been able to move for a very long time. And he said, yes, I can. Oh, yes, I can. I can lift my leg. I have also a friend of mine who had an accident. It's kind of funny now that I know I know the outcome. But at the time, it's, it was not a funny story. He, when he was 19, he's, he's in his sixties now. He used to do bull riding in Texas and he was riding a bull. The bull, somehow he got pulled off the bull and the bull pulled his arm off. Like he's ripped his arm off. And he at the time didn't want anyone's help. He was this real macho guy and his arm was hanging on by a thread he got off the bull. He left the ring. People were racing after him to help him. And he just was like, I don't need anyone's help. He didn't realize his arm had been pulled off at this stage. They got him to the hospital and he said they wanted to just cut the arm off and throw it away. And he was like, no way, no way. You just sew it back on. He didn't care if it didn't work. He just wanted that arm. And so he made them sew it back on. And he describes that there was zero feeling in the arm. He No movement. He just had it in a sling, I guess. And it just sat there lifeless. And he had the thought, or someone told him, I don't remember which, but that if he put a little rubber ball in his hand and he started squeezing it, that he would start rebuilding the muscles. And this is just a beautiful thing because you start to really trust and feel excited about the body's natural ability to heal itself. So here he's been told that arm is just never going to work. And he said, oh, yes, it is. Sew it back on. And he said he sat in a chair and he just all day squeezed that little ball. And he said it First, for a long time, there was no change, whatever, but it didn't matter. He kept squeezing that little rubber ball, and he said all of a sudden he could feel his fingers or he could feel something, and that was a state of improvement, and he kept at it. He just kept at it, and he started to notice that life was coming back into the arm. 
He's now in his 60s. He has full use of the arm. He builds houses and buildings. He's um, a general contractor, and he has a whole team that works with him and for him. And he says there's still some pain there sometimes, but he has full range of motion in that arm. And these are the stories that inspire me. Where can you begin? Where can you begin today and move in that direction where you're moving out of that old way of being, where you're just being a victim and that you've resigned? That's what healing is to me. It's coming back into your aliveness. You're saying, okay, I'm just going to be making tiny little changes in the way that I show up and I'm going to be consistent about it. That's it. And you just see the outcome. You just say, okay, this is I'm not just going to lay down and die anymore. Like I'm moving now in the direction of the improvement. And all you're doing is watching your thoughts, any feelings of fear, of guilt, of shame, of judgment, worry, depression, anxiety. These are just energy fields. And to me, healing is where you're allowing the energy to start flowing. You're starting to really step into whatever it is, your function, your happiness, your joy, you're being authentically you. And you're just allowing yourself to let the energy flow. You are no longer blocking it with your old beliefs, your old thoughts. You're stepping into a new way of being. And this is very scary for many people to step into this new state of being. And I invite you to do it. As always, I invite you to get a copy of A Course in Miracles. It is an amazing mind training program where you're training your mind in a systematic way to a new perception of everyone and everything. And that's what you're doing here. You're learning that healing is an ability and you have this ability. You have this power. You're not alone. You're coming back into the awareness of your own wholeness, your own happiness, your own joy, and you're extending it. And you're just recognizing, okay, I'm going to do all the things I wanted to do. And I'm not going to do the things I don't want to do. I think that's important also. Because so often we're doing things because we think we have to. And we're not expressing, I don't like this. I don't want to do this. Because we're afraid of what will happen if we express authentically. And as you keep living in that way, off-center, off-balance, not expressing what you really want, is you start to manifest physical symptoms. And so this is a return to wholeness now. You're returning now to a state where you are expressing. You're just being you. To me, that's what true healing is. You're being a happy child, free, playful, joyful, loving, and you're receiving love. And you're watching for all the ways that you either push love away or you block it or you don't give it. That's it. And so now you're cooperating and collaborating with the healing process. So this is really the place where I really invite people to get rid of 
the idea of hoping for a miracle, wishing for a miracle, wanting a miracle. That's all victim. That's all being helpless. That's all being weak. You're waiting for the magic wand method and that will never work. And now what you're doing is you're saying, yes, I can absolutely see that I can do this. I can absolutely see that I could start moving in a new direction. You're just allowing yourself to be patient. That's again, like why I love these stories where they take time because so many of us just believe in instantaneous healing. And I really truly do believe that it is because of some of the stories we've heard from Jesus from 2000 years ago, where he healed the sick and raised the dead and, you know, put mud on someone's eyes and suddenly they could see perfectly. And that's possible. But a lot of people stop themselves because they don't see instant results. They don't see instant healing. But as long as you're just always moving forward and looking for the improvement, and if you really just feel like it's just getting worse, that's okay too. You're like, I'm still going forward. I'm not going to lay down and die anymore. Unless you want to. Like, if you want to, I'm happy for you. Because that's what you want. And so now you're just looking at it. Like, what is sickness serving for me? Maybe it's serving something for you. Where you don't get to show up anymore. You don't have to. You just get to stay home and no one bothers you and people take care of you and bring you food and love on you. And so maybe it is what you want to just keep being that person who doesn't have to do much. And in the recognition that this is what you want, you will become very happy because you'll realize, oh, I want this tumor. I want this sickness. I want this. Because now I get the love that I never knew how to get otherwise. But it also brings total responsibility to you where you can say, okay, I don't want that anymore. I can ask for what I want now. I don't have to be in a bed for people to give me love. I can ask for it now. I can give it. And you start showing up in a whole new way. You say, I'm done with the old way. So I really thank you for listening and I invite you to live these ideas. Use them. Not much will change for you if you don't do anything. If you just listen and say, oh, this all sounds nice. And this is why I encourage you to get the paper, get the pen, write down your symptoms, listen to what these symptoms are telling you and make the changes in your thinking. You just move the channel and you say, I can. I definitely have this ability. I have the ability to live in joy, to live in love, to live in appreciation, to live in gratitude. I can make small changes. I can move in new ways. Yes, I have that power. And you really just say, okay, wow, I'm, I'm here. I love that. Because now you will see changes. And at the same time, you probably will see things disrupting around you as you move out of that old space. Relationships start to fall away. You suddenly have no tolerance for all the things you've been tolerant for. That's part of the healing. So give yourself the gift of healing. Be patient and just begin. 
just really begin to look within your own mind to see what's going on there, to see what you really want. And I'm so grateful for you being here and listening. And I look forward to seeing you guys who will be attending out in San Francisco. My husband, Bill, and I are heading out to San Francisco, California for the annual Course in Miracles conference. And if you're there, please come find me. I would love to give you a big kiss and a hug. Very grateful. And keep sending me messages. I'd love to hear from you. My email is lisa at lisanatoli.com. You can post the comments in SoundCloud. Thank you so much. I love you. This is the Lisa Show. Just do the work. You will see results.